Hello there and welcome to a very impromptu yet another wrestling podcast. I'm David Hogg, joined by my tag team partner as always... Fraser Porter. Very lackluster intro, Fraser. Fraser Porter! There we go. <laughs> Brutalize! Yeah! What rush! There we go. Anyway, yes, uh, we were supposed to have a Stomping Grounds reaction show. It was recorded. It was great. I made a guest. We had a guest. We had Jordy Steele back from episode two. And unfortunately, during editing it, the files corrupted and I went to do a re-edit of the Skype recording and it sounded rubbish. So we've saved you from that. So this yeah. is just going to be a wee quick uh, news catch up, wee little podcast just to tide us over until our Extreme Rules predictions, which will be coming up at some point next week. Yeah, it'll be a week on, probably a week fr- a week on Friday. A week on Friday. So, um, this week we had Raw, which started off well, and then went downhill. Did it? I think so. Did it go downhill? I thought the show was, overall, the best Raw we've had in months. Yeah, best, but it's not, it's not been a high bar. I guess that isn't a high bar. It's, yeah, you've not. it's not like a big accomplishment, that. It's just, I think overall the show... Even if it did go downhill, mm-hmm. where it was at the bottom of that hill was still better than other weeks have been at the top of their hills. Yeah, very hill-heavy analogy there, Fraser. I'm surprised you kept it going that long. Well, you know, if, if there's anything I am, it's consistent. So, and uh, yeah, so apparently so. Uh, but that that opening was great with their uh, Lashley and Strowman going through the LED board at the top of the ramp. Yeah, it was uh, an effective way to kick off the show. Yeah. Now, our first piece of news actually kind of links with that. Now, I've seen rumours on Twitter. WrestleVotes is notorious for leaking and having insider news uh, before any other sort of outlet. Uh, and it's saying that there's a new set being built. Now, if that is true, what they've done with them breaking the set is an effective way for them to sort of write in them getting the new set but they fixed it during the show yeah but like as in oh that you know it's easy easy to be broken we're going to just mix up the set a bit yeah i mean i don't know i suppose if they're going to have they're probably going to have a new set for smackdown uh for moving over to fox yes the, so they could they could jazz jazz the whole thing up a bit. they could jazz it up a bit um the other thing that was quite noteworthy for that first segment did you hear what Corey Graves said? Yes, he did a swear. He did, which is the first time we've had that word uttered on Monday Night Raw, uncensored, in a good 10, 12 years, maybe longer. Who was the last person to say it? I'm, to be, I'm not even sure, and I can't. if we Googled it, it probably wouldn't come up because it's probably before the internet, to be honest. <laughs> it was probably a long, long time ago. If it wasn't said at some point during the mm-hmm. mid-2000s, it was probably in the Attitude Era, yeah. so early uh, late 90s. Mm-hmm. So it was strange to hear. And it looks like it was it was authorised for use on air. Although he has tweeted today something about a fine. Yeah, but that apparently that's in story. Oh, okay, that's, that's fine. That is all part of the story. So they're apparently going to be allowed to have more freedom. Okay, I mean, they're a PG product... They're a PG product, however, on, with PG, on, yeah. they're allowed a certain amount of swears. They just don't utilise them ever. Mm-hmm. So in that saying, you know, maybe with Heyman having taken over Raw, and this was his first Raw yeah. in charge, 
he was sitting next to Vince McMahon and Gorilla the whole the whole night. It looks like he's he's made his first big sort of step. Yeah, there was another thing which had Heyman written all over it, and that was the the dreadful ongoing storyline between Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins, which uh, featured the Canellas. Yeah, that was a very 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 weird segment. It's very Heyman, and it looks like it's going to be a long run thing, because I think that. Maria is pregnant. Maria is actually I- IRL. pregnant. Yeah, she is actually pregnant. Her and Mike, her husband, had signed new contracts recently, five-year contracts, and it turns out she told them she was pregnant after they signed the contracts, which apparently she th- they're a bit miffed at. Um, so they're just going to bury them then? Maybe. It, if they're not, then they're, they respect them for such a bold move and are trying to get them over in this way. Uh, I don't see how, unless it's sort of... Mike has to build himself back up and become worthy enough. So, yeah, overall, it's just a very strange development for the story. Yeah, I don't really understand it was going to happen with it. Uh, could it have been maybe, oh, Maria's had an affair? But it does kind of take it back to, like, attitude-era kind of stuff, which, you know, I mean, I'm all for nostalgia, but nostalgia's not what it used to be. Come on, move forward a bit. Stop relying on stuff in the past. Yeah, it's just... it's a strange story but hopefully with Heyman in charge it will pan out in a way that will be entertaining um, and that was fir- fun fact it was Maria's first match on Raw in 10 years her last match was December 10th 2009 who was she uh, against? I can't remember I want to say Beth Phoenix but I'm wrong okay. I think that, I'm was, wrong. that was half a fact well done, it was half a fact half I just know fact. that was her last match so I mean what do we think about uh, Becky and Seth? Because I hate it. I hate all of it. I don't like them pushing it as much as they they are. And it's clear that those two are quite uncomfortable. They're really awkward on screen. Yeah, they don't. I, I don't think they enjoy uh, it as much as I think they WWE sh- wants them to. Yeah. Uh, I think at the start, they probably loved it. You know, they, they're allowed to openly acknowledge their relationship. Yeah. And then it sort of has gone off. It's, it's Yeah, they've all just, gone off the rails. It's just a bit very tumblr shippy fan fiction kind of yeah stuff. yeah uh, a lot of those accounts follow me on instagram so thanks for that yeah you don't want to upset them too much yeah. otherwise you'll lose a lot of followers yes you'll go down to three followers instead of six <laughs> uh five. Ah, oh, sorry <laughs> so i mean we had that what, what else aj styles heel turn yeah again we this i would consistently say this was the best episode of raw in a long time because that was the last thing mm-hmm like I don't see how it went okay, downhill. Okay, yeah, it went it went downhill, and then came very much back up at the end. There's yeah, still no Bray Wyatt though, but we'll get into that a bit later. Yes, yes, I think Extreme Rules will see him. Fingers crossed. There's um, but yeah, it just tells he'll turn. Oh, there was a great tweet that uh, Ricochet put out today, just uh, with the picture side by side of AJ Gallows and Anderson doing that to Cena, and then doing it to Ricochet, and he just tweeted oh, John Cena going, "Guess I should have seen this coming." Then yeah, I mean it's. Very interesting that they've done the exact same thing yeah. as they did three years ago. And I like that it's the same because it shows that around Gallows and Anderson, AJ becomes another man. Like, he, he just changes and it's he becomes more of a vicious competitor. And it's good that Gallows and Anderson finally have something to do. This might make them stick around a bit longer. Mm-hmm. And it, they're doing what they should have done three years ago now. They've reformed the club. Do we think that Finn Balor will come into it at all at any, if, any or is that too blatant? If the wild card rule can continues, mm-hmm. which I think it will, 
then yes, I think we might see Finn. But maybe not for a wee while. Maybe oh, Survivor Series. Yeah, or like, I'm getting all um, fantasy booking, as I quite often do. Uh, Finn is obviously facing Shinsuke at Extreme Rules, we think. Yes. Is that confirmed? It's not confirmed. I, f- uh, I don't think it's confirmed. I think it's being hinted at. Right. If that happens, could AJ and the club interfere? Potentially. On Finn's behalf, that would be good. I've but... seen a lot of people speculating that it won't be Finn that joins them, and it'll be Shinsuke. Um, mm. Because, well, Shinsuke was the leader of the Chaos Faction in New Japan. Ah, true. And it'd be, instead of having a complete Bullet Club ripoff, have it where it's an amalgamation, a joining of the two factions. Because Bullet Club's no longer cool. Like, Bullet Club's ship has sailed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel bad saying that because Tamatonga follows me on Twitter, so I don't want him to chase after me. As Fraser, as an internet darling, I would not get on Tam- Tamatonga's bad side. Definitely don't want to get on Tamatonga's bad side. Although, but... Tamatonga, fight me. Oh, God. Would you like me to DM him that and let him know that you're no. ready for a fight? No. But if you'd like to come on the podcast, then... Okay, yeah, you can guest any time. Yeah. Um, friend of Yop, Tamatonga. Yes, Tamatonga. It's just interesting to see that it it could be Shinsuke that turns, well, not turns, but maintains his heel turn um, or his heel character and I joins. Totally, totally forgot he was a heel. Joins the club. Call it like the Chaos Club instead of Bullet Club. I was going to say Chaos with a K, but that wouldn't work. No. 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 I don't know. I think it's, they need to tread quite lightly um, with this because you either run the risk of doing a complete Bullet Club ripoff or not doing it justice at all. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. It'll probably be terrible and they'll change their mind in three weeks. I hope not, but it's Heyman in charge, so maybe... Yeah. Maybe he'll keep it going. Um, Smackdown was awful. I know you've not watched it. I've not watched it. I've seen the results on Twitter. Um, Just boring. Nothing happened. Well... Things did happen, but I they were inconsequential. If you've seen it, then you you I've, might have a. Okay, I've, not, I've not watched it, but I'm, I'm the same as you. I've read all the stuff about it. Uh, see, I thought it looked interesting. Like we had a very interesting standoff between Joe and Kofi. That was good. That, uh, I did enjoy that. Joe has gone from someone who in TNA was terrible on the mic. He did a story. He was kind of like Scott Steiner, mixed with Psycho Sid, where he would he'd be talking very quietly, and then he'd yell something. And then he'd take it back down and talk very quietly. And it just didn't work. Whereas now he speaks very eloquently and very edu- like highly educated. And it, he tears down his opponents with words. And he did it perfectly with Kofi. He's almost he's almost quite Jake the Snake Roberts. Yes. Yes. Because that was, if you look at his stuff from like WrestleMania 7, 8 onwards, that everybody else is shouting. Yeah. He's, po- possibly because they're all on drugs. And he's, he's whispering. And he's yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you that. And, and yeah, he tells that. he tells them what he's going to do, and it's quite disturbing mm-hmm. when you think about it. Like he is, it, it's quite twisted. But it's he's, he did a fantastic promo with Kofi. Kofi's reaction to to him was great. Kofi yeah, stuck up a naughty finger. Yeah, he, he gave him middle finger, which again, it wasn't censored. Uh, previously, Stone Cold's not been allowed to put the middle fingers up. It is censored on YouTube, though. It is. Is it on YouTube? Joe's body's like covered right in it. front of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. However, on TV, it wasn't. No. So it's interesting that they're now allowing allowing it to be a bit more edgy, yeah. which is good. It could be that they're scared because of AEW. 
Should we talk a bit about Fighter Fest? We can talk a bit about Fighter Fest. Um, did you watch it? Um, no, but I've seen the results and I've seen all the kind of fallout from it. Um, Cody Rhodes doing a unprotected chair shot to the head. Now I know the chair was gimmicked. Yes, yeah, so the and chair the, and was the gimmicked. Didn't work. Yeah, the chair was gimmicked. Um, Sean Spears came down, formerly Ty Dillinger, came yes. down to the ring with a gimmick steel chair. Now, for those of you that are listening that don't know what a gimmick ch- steel chair is, Soft. it's well, no, it's it's pre-dented. Ah, so it's a. a and tor- proper steel chair with a, a dent in it so that when they hit the opponent or whoever's getting the chair it doesn't look as painful because there's a dent so mm. yeah however what happened here was Cody leaned into it and the back of the the backrest hit Cody's head and it, it burst them open um, required 12 staples thankfully no yeah. concussion but there's a lot of controversy around that because it was unprotected. He didn't raise his hands. It was just full pelt onto his head. And I, I really, and I know they're trying to get their brand out there and trying to get noticed almost. But I don't want to see unprotected chair shots. It's 2019. We've had numerous uh, wrestlers uh, either die because of concussion-related illnesses or have to retire. And even if it's gimmicked, still don't want to see it. Yeah, it was. I feel it was something that they thought up and was like this will be really cool and in execution mm-hmm. it was probably not the best move no i probably i have a feeling it was maybe cody's call and he wants to be that guy that's leading them and being like look we're doing something different and it is different it's just not the right type of different no um speaking of the right type of different um mox johnley made his aw debut against joy janela in a disgusting little match. An unsanctioned match. Yes. I am glad Moxley wore the trousers instead of the trunks he wore in New Japan. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, it was a good match. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, but also a bit bored. Yeah, there's there's always a thing about uh, these kind of deathmatch wrestlers. It's I, I, do, I don't like seeing death matches, not because I don't like seeing people getting, you know, burst open in about four different ways. I just, because it's not good wrestling. They're just throwing stuff at each I other. See, I do enjoy a death match. Jimmy Havoc is one of my favourite independent wrestlers, or formerly independent wrestlers, because of his death match style. Um, he's got some great matches in progress with the likes of Paul Robinson, mm-hmm. uh, Will Ospreay, um just really anyone matches with Jack Jester in ICW he had mm. a triple threat match with Jester and Crazy Mary Dobson now Sarah Logan um, it's just, I think it's a great type of match but you've got to really invest in it and you have to really understand how the match has worked because it is mm. it can be quite disgusting there's some brutal spots in some death matches this one was quite a tame one mm. outside of the the thumbtacks to the bare feet Mm-hmm. Which was disgusting. Yeah, but it looked it was a great match. Yeah, in d- terms of <laughs> how they did it, I was just I think because we'd seen an unsanctioned match or a hardcore match on the pre-show, it took away from it kind of. Yeah. But cause I was kind of, I was kind of thinking about this. Was this uh like a B-level pay-per-view for AEW? I know it's only the third show. But it kind of looks like this and Fight for the Fallen are going to be more B-level shows compared to your Double or Nothings and your All Out, which are going to be your huge. I do think shows. so. Yeah, I think I think it will be. It's. It seems like they're trying to establish WrestleMania and SummerSlam as All Out 
and Double or Nothing, having them as permanent fixtures in the card. Uh-huh. Uh, Fighter Fest, I think, all depends on CEO, the company that was doing the, the gaming convention. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it will probably be a regular, but I guess we have to wait and see until this time next year. Yeah, I guess we'd wait and see. <laughs> Their first full year will be very telling as to how they do pay-per-views. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see a pay-per-view every few weeks because their pay-per-views are charging upwards of $50. Mm-hmm. It's not sustainable for them and as they, well as yeah. customers, and they know that. And they don't really have a streaming service yet, although I imagine they're, they're kind of on Bleacher Report. They're on Bleacher Report Live. In America. Yes. Over here, you have to be on Fight TV, which can be... £15.99. Yeah, same with uh, ITV Wrestling as well. Yeah, ITV Wrestling. They're 15, 15 quid, which is fairly reasonable. It's good value. However, they realise in a day and age where you can get a whole month of WWE Network for nine ninety nine, that's mm-hmm. their competition. I don't think we're going to see a lot of pay-per-views. We're going to see a lot of specials on TV. Right. And then maybe instead of like 12 pay-per-views throughout the year, you'll have maybe... Six. Six. Yeah, almost the, the takeover approach. Kind of the takeover approach, with your staples being the big the big shows all out, double, double nothing. nothing. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's exciting times across the board to be a wrestling fan. You're not wrong. It's very, very exciting. We've got, hopefully, a new Monday Night War reborn just on separate nights, because it looks like it's going to be a Wednesday. Yeah, for... they've trademarked Wednesday Night Dynamite. Yep. Uh, love the reference to Nitro there with Dynamite. Like, <laughs> it's a nice callback yep. so it looks like it's going to be a very entertaining time probably the best time to be a wrestling fan a long long time yeah uh, speaking of entertaining um, I was going back to Smackdown Kevin Owens had a go at Dolph Ziggler he did and it was wonderful yeah it kind of ruined him oh it should have been your time oh it should have been you it should have been you oh yeah maybe 8 years ago possibly who knows but yeah not now sorry pal see you later yeah like Dolph Ziggler has just been there and he's not really had his time and Kevin Owens is quite right uh-huh. It was a long time ago that Dolph Ziggler was being talked about as a future main eventer, and it kind of passed him by. Well, just remember that massive pop that he had when he, he cashed, cashed in. in. Yeah, and that should have been the moment, but he got injured, yeah. and it sort of ruined it for him. Still got a great theme song, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, it's good. You know, I think that's uh, that's really it. That's Al- it. Al- Black, nothing's happened yet. Somebody knocked at his door. We yeah. think it's Cesaro. It might not be. It might be Bray. Who did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be Buddy Murphy. Might but be Buddy it, looks Murphy. Like, it looks like they're making Buddy Murphy go into a feud with Ali. Ali. I don't know how I feel about Ali's new character thing. I thought it was fine the way it was. Yeah. Yeah. But apparently he needs to be like a vigilante figure now. Yeah, they're kind of just need to. Everyone's got to have a gimmick. <laughs> Oh, well, it's the 90s again, kids. Yeah. Right. Anyway, yeah, this has been a little small yet another wrestling podcast. Uh, just to apologise again for our uh, Stomping Grounds reaction show uh, exploding. Yeah. Sorry. Um. What did, we, what did we think of Stomping Grounds? I thought it was crap, Fraser. Fairly rubbish. Yep. Okay, there you go. See, that saved you 40 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, um, Fraser, where can people find you on the Twitters? At the Fraser Porter on Instagram and Twitter. And I am at B David Hogg on Twitter and Instagram. The B stands for Bartholomew. Bartholomew. Bartholomew David Hogg. Excellent. Right. Uh we shall be back with extreme our extreme rules. rules predictions. Yeah, in just just under two weeks. Just, just under, under, just over. About two weeks. A week. It'll it'll appear in your podcast. It's sometime. Feed. It'll appear. 
Uh, yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye.